The following sermon was delivered by Rev. Laurel Gray at the Unitarian Universalist Congregational Society of Westboro, Massachusetts. Before I hand the service over to our youth group to talk about their experience at General Assembly, I want to take a moment to acknowledge what's happening in the world. This week, the Unitarian Universalist Association sent out an email to all religious professionals acknowledging that our denomination has not engaged the issue of Palestine and Israel because it has been so divisive in the past. That means there aren't resources. There is not a denominational consensus in the same way that there is about so many other issues. Even raising the topic of Palestine and Israel raises our hackles in fear and defense. And still, if we can't talk about it here, what are we doing? And I want to say clearly that I'm not going to reiterate stories of violence I suspect we've all seen more horrors in real time this week than we imagined. So I invite all of us to root down into our deepest values, to draw us into our courage as Unitarian Universalists. Because remember, universalism means that everyone's humanity is everlasting. We don't do damnation. We don't say some people are good and some people are evil and there's no possibility for change. We do not say that someone's actions are unrelated to the circumstances of their lives. That was Calvinism. That was predestination. And we rejected it a long time ago. I want to encourage us all to use care with our words so that we can tell the truth about power and violence without using people as collateral or as shields. One of the dangerous things I see happening is conflating people, religions, and governments into one single entity. Yes, they are connected, but they are not the same thing. Here's where that gets dangerous. I'm sure you've noticed that criticizing the actions of the Israeli government is met with an accusation of anti-Semitism. Maybe you even feel that reaction in yourself, that fear that someone who questions Israel as a state is unsafe and hateful. This does two things. It means that the actions of a very powerful country are removed from any kind of accountability. And it hides actual anti-Semitism, which is very real and very dangerous, as I'm sure many of you know all too well. It also means that Hamas's attack on Israel is treated as evidence that the Palestinian people are all monsters and have earned whatever violence Israel inflicts and has been inflicting on the Palestinian people for decades. Or even maybe just Hamas is made of monsters, monsters, but the need to exterminate them justifies cleansing the land of any Palestinians caught in the crossfire. If violence gives permission for unquestioned violence, then when does it end? When there's no one left? When one party has profound resources and the other doesn't even have water, only one side is at real risk of being eliminated. So what if, 
What if everyone in Israel and Palestine is human? Every one of them, even the most violent. And what if we refuse to treat anyone as less than human, not because of whether they deserve it or not, but because of our covenant, because of our promise to see the humanity in everyone? And what if we leaned into our promise to remember that we are all profoundly connected and how we treat each other impacts the way the world unfolds and that everyone is accountable for their impact? What if we saw violence not as a single bad actor that needs to be eliminated, but rather as an ember that only grows into a flame under the right circumstances? What if our job is not to try to consume fire with fire, but to change the circumstances? What if the solution is not bombs, but water? Not violence for violence, but an unyielding insistence on humanity and accountability? The rabbi Danya Rutenberg wrote earlier this week, the only way home is a dogged refusal to let anyone be dehumanized. Secrecy and silence is where violence hides. The issue of Israel and Palestine is untouchable by design. So I invite you to be curious about that, rooted deeply in our refusal to let anyone be dehumanized. We will only find our way home together. I want to close with this reading. It's an excerpt of a poem called Red Sea by Aurora Levins Morales, which is part of a longer reading um, written for Passover. We cannot cross until we carry each other, all of us refugees, all of us prophets. No more taking turns on history's wheel, trying to collect old debts no one can pay. The sea will not open that way. This time that country is what we promise each other, our rage pressed cheek to cheek until tears flood the space between, until there are no enemies left. Because this time, no one will be left to drown and all of us must be chosen. This time, it's all of us or none. Thanks for listening. For more information about what's happening at UUCSW or for ways to get involved, visit us online at uucsw.org. All are welcome.